When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 in Indian School or online at chapmandodge.com. You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. And right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Election Day. Finally, it's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's Sean Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Vesley sitting in the chair, and we've got uh, Big Dick Toledo here somewhere wandering about on this absolutely perfect morning. Uh, It's November 3rd. I rode my bike in today because we're having a little action ride shop bike thing later today, and I rode in. It is just I'm sweaty. I'm a little sweaty. It's nice. November 3rd, it just it dawned on me a few times. I'm like, we're, we're 17 to 20 days from Thanksgiving. I don't know when it is. This oh, year it's coming up. And I started thinking, you know, I'm out here sweating. I got a pair of shorts on. I'm feeling great. It was an amazing ride. Great weather. It's going to so. be a nice day today. It's going to be nice day today, Brady. And uh, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's absolutely stunning out there. So uh, the riot should go really well because I think the weather is just cooperating beautifully with the inevitable riots that are uh, being planned for nationwide but especially here there's no place i'll say this and i've said this before there's no place better in the united states of america to have a riot in the early winter than uh, phoenix arizona we are unbelievable and a great place to be homeless in the winter time because it's just camping at this point you're really just enjoying the outdoors I, it's perfect but uh yeah they're boarding it up man they got cops all over the place started to notice that uh the presence is a little higher in certain spots. I saw a thing about Beverly Hills yesterday. They've boarded up the entire grove in Beverly Hills. And I mean, hurricane style. Every single window is wood. Wow. And they've got, uh, and, and they had some, you know, rallies this weekend, I guess you'd call them, or protests. I don't know what they're demonstrations. They had some Trump stuff going on in Beverly Hills and then some anti Trump stuff going on. And Beverly Hills said, and I'm a child because I saw on TV BHPD, and I just got, you know, Butthole, immediately. (laughs) Butthole Police Department. I started laughing. But they said they're pulling out uh, all the stops. And you see the pictures of what they they hired some other city uh, in uh, Santa Paula, I think. They hired them to come out and say, you come help us. And we're going to make Beverly Hills okay because they think they're a target, and they've got tanks. So they hired the barbarians to protect. I'm telling don't you, let's man. Put our, let's not put our first stringers in. No. Well, they had their first stringers in, but they're kind of hidden behind the front lines of yeah. Santa Paula's police department. The, the, I mean, the, the armored vehicles that they have parked in there. There's, I, I think they said 35,000 people live in Beverly Hills, and right now they're, they're just shutting her down. It is, And it was weird because they're like, hey, you're not coming down here. We've seen it before. You're not breaking our windows this time. And they are – 
very serious. My cop friends have been talking about this to me for two months, basically saying we've uh, we've been ready to go for a couple months. We were planning for either side, but we were planning for strangeness. So let's hope it doesn't happen. But, man, when you start telling everybody it's going to happen, then I think people uh, naturally will go, well, it's happening. and I'm We better go, plan. Yeah, we better start doing it. I, I, I think there's a, a mental aspect to say, oh, there's an intimidation factor, I suppose, to setting up saying we know you're coming and then you're and then that whole oh yeah we'll watch this kind of mentality sets in rather than just saying hey it's normal but it's not this is not a normal election day and i hope cooler heads prevail all the way around in every city especially here is the national guard on on call too like okay that's what i figured everything's on call they're ready to go so we'll see but it's a time to get out there and if you haven't voted you got to vote and it's easy and don't let the news lie to you and say that it's hard to get to if you haven't done it yet uh, I literally waited in line for one minute. There will not be seven-hour lines. If there are, go somewhere else. You can vote anywhere in the county uh, pretty much. And if they turn you away, and just keep trying. But I, I, it was my dad tried to vote in Sholo, and they said you have to vote in your district or you have to come down. I think it's – I don't know if it's county or whatever. So he had to drive down and do it. And so uh, – My mom had to drive my brother's <laughs> daughter from Columbus. She lives in Cleveland, but she's – Started college this year, right. and she's doing it out of Columbus. Aha. So my mom had to drive her halfway, meet my brother halfway from Cleveland, and drive he drives her up there to vote. Yeah, there's, I don't know what that one, but you know, you're in your area of where you live. You should be able to find a place. It wasn't hard. And I already saw in the news, they're like, oh, the, uh, I mean, the lines. I'm like, where? I mean, the, the fact of the matter, my dad, yesterday, I talked to him. He said, I voted. And I said, where'd you go? He said, a little place up uh, by the in Cave Creek. And I said, did you wait? And he goes, there's four people there. Got right in. I, I, I was done in like 10 minutes, and I took some time on some things. And I'm like, yeah. Well, you got all the people at the early ballots now. and yeah, everybody. It so it's take. Yeah, you should be able to just walk right in. I don't know why they try to tell people that it's going to take so long or why it's such a hassle. In fact, they should tell them, even if it does take long, you should do it. People died so you could do this. I think your sacrifice of waiting in line isn't so bad. The fact of the matter is a lot of our grandparents' friends and some of our grandparents uh, came back with bullets in them. Uh, for this very reason. So, you know, that's not overstating the fact that a lot of people have, have put their lives on the line so we can vote and have it be uh, something that's uh, our, one of our freedoms. And we sit and bitch about how long we have to stand in line. If there is a line, stand in it, you baby. I've got to get home to my children and make food. Stand in line. Your kid can make see so You can hot pocket. That, that idiot can hot pocket. If you if you got a kid so stupid it can't feed itself at this point, You've done a bad it's job over. anyway. You want to yeah. you could, you should be standing in parenting lines for seven or eight hours. It's like I've got to get home. Billy can't make hot pockets without blowing up the house. <laughs> How old is he? Eight. Okay, I was making ballpark hot dogs and drinking Pepsi illegally at the house. I was only allowed to have two a day, but I was popping a few extra. I can make myself a sandwich. I could sustain life uh, at the age of eight. But now with cell phones, and you guys know you know this more than anybody, Brady. Did you ever call your parents when they were out? No. Never. Well, you know, just the, at home unless Well no, you they're out doing stuff and uh the phone number was always on the fridge saying if anything goes wrong, call yeah, us. Call. I have been out with friends of mine, uh every one of them with kids, and that phone is ringing every five or six minutes. One of them, my buddy Rich, has his son call him in the middle and going, I can't work the TV. I don't know how this thing works. <laughs> Read a like, goddamn book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's wrong with what would your dad say? That's what I'd been like. You, call, my dad would have said one more call, and we will come home. And you do not want to see me. Do not call me again unless it's an emergency. He gets a call, says can't get the TV going. 
He's like, well, I- I'm out right now. And then sister calls a few seconds later. He's losing his mind about the TV. What are you going to do about the TV? Like, I'm not, oh. I'm not home. Calls I back. I can't help you figure it out. Yeah. It's like, I haven't. And then I t- my rich one, he's like, I haven't worked the TV. He doesn't have to. He looks at the, I mean, he's trying to figure something out. And there's a documentary he wanted to watch or something. And just like, I don't know how this thing works. I don't know. Anyway, you need to come home now. What kind of kid in this day and age doesn't know how to operate a TV? Well, almost of all, all of them, Brett. Right. They don't watch TV. They don't work the television on the wall. They work YouTube, the one on their hands. Different yeah. story. Different well, story. YouTube, oh. that. Well, that's what I said. Well, I could tell him to YouTube because that's only available on like Hulu. And he's got to have an app for that. You figure it out. Well, yeah, when kids do, when I was a kid, I used to be able to take a ColecoVision off of a television and move it to another TV. I could, I could dismantle more electronics in the house. Then it was it was unreal. And they'd come home. What'd you do here? And my dad always asked me. You got to fix this. He was the one who didn't know. But yeah, I would never call him. But every time you're around him, they call you like crazy. So it's no wonder women uh, or men too, I guess, will sit back and say, "Well, I have to be home by a certain time. I can't stand in line and vote because Billy needs a sandwich." I'm like your kid should feed it. So you need it to be a little more self-sustaining uh, because after the age of about five, it should be able to make itself food, at least reasonably. No knives, but you know. Make a bowl of cereal, figure it out, and uh, you know maybe work the microwave a little bit from five. And there'll to be eight. a mess, but hey, yeah, well you know that's all right. So clean it for that particular day. Yeah, every you got to do yeah. something. So that's inconvenient for you, but you had a kid there. You know, if the words "there'll be a mess" uh, was too much for you to tolerate to leave your kid alone, you shouldn't have had one because guess what? <laughs> kid, kid is Latin for "there'll be a mess." That's what they are. They're a disaster. So, yeah, I don't want to hear that. If, if, if there's people fighting wars so we can vote, I don't want to hear somebody say, well, I can't stand in line. Billy needs a Hot Pocket. If Billy doesn't get his Hot Pocket, he's just, my phone will ring all day. Man, you got you parents need to really put a lockdown on that whole call me anytime you want thing. You got to have uh, fruit roll-ups or something in there other than the uh, what happened? Other, uh, chips. What happened to fruit roll-ups? That used to be the poor. That was the poor latchkey kids, like, you eat this until I get home. And I may not come home tonight. And some kid just... Peeling smashed fake fruit off of wax paper. This is all I get till my mom comes home. If in fact she does, I don't know. I'll be outside for a while. I went by this kid Jack's house once. Now this is not a good story because I believe Jack accidentally hung himself a few years later. He was like thirteen with a fruit roll up. Yeah, that's impressive. They're very strong. <laughs> they were not only were they food; they were good for tying off boats and stuff. But uh, he sat there, and I remember leaving him at the – because he lived right across the street from the bus. Jack was that kid – Jack was that trip to Mexico. He was fun, but something could go wrong any minute, and you always knew it. So I'm – you know, bye, Jack. See you, and walk away. And then uh, at 8 o'clock, I come back from baseball. We had a full game. Come back, and we drive by Jack's house, and he's still sitting outside. Oh, man. And my mom's like, are you okay? I'm good. Have you been? I'm like, have you been in yet, Jack? Have you been in the house? No, mom's not home yet. It's a long day. So you've been sitting on the porch since three? Yeah. <laughs> Ripping fruit roll-ups. That's how, that's my that was my indoctrination to the fruit roll-up because I always thought, mom, oh, never buy those. It's for poor suicidal kids. I see. <laughs> then he tried to garner attention from people by jokingly uh, trying to hang himself in a tree, and he did it. It was not good. That was not a good joke. It, it, I mean, we laughed. I was like, that's, <laughs> now, that's realistic. We should get out of here. Now, if, uh, that situation would happen today. He could just oh, parents start go to a jail. crowd fund yeah, immediately. You could crowdfund. Your parents would be in jail. Like, and he was fine, except for the hanging part. You know, I'm not saying they were good parents. I'm saying they did abandon him a little bit, but he figured it out. He had a couple of fruit roll-ups in his pocket. You just, you know, you made it work. Yeah, my mom started to go to work when I was in 
sixth grade. And I, I wasn't allowed to. I Remember called how her. mad you'd be if your parents are late picking you up on something uh, every once in a while? You get iced for 20, 25 I minutes. Never or something like I never had that. My mom was always pretty I, good about that. This was when I was older. Pick me up at the airport or something. <laughs> oh, and all, Jesus. Like... all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> You're still mad at him for airport Oh, runs? come on. I remember in Little League, there was a kid named Tim Brown, not the Raider, not the fantastic Notre Dame receiver, but a kid named Tim Brown. And his mom had this old, beat-up Buick. And baseball practice, the car would stall if it stopped. And Tim Gotta keep it had running. to leap out of the moving vehicle. <laughs> This sounds like the Karate Kid. Uh, it, it was that. It, it, it was before the Karate Kid, and he would he would like jump out of like three miles an hour. And then when she came to pick him up, it was a running start. A roll and like go. he had to get in this. Like if that thing stopped, it was bad news for Tim because that she'd have to figure out how to get it started. I'm like, how do you like? What about red lights? And Grocery Tim was like, shopping. no, my mom like doesn't stop that car. And then you start thinking she's doing that on purpose. Like she just doesn't like you because that car will stop. It has to every once in a while. Tom Agility. But he was another fruit roll-up kid. Megan talks about fruit roll-ups, and I'm like, oh. And then also Megan talks about one time. This is a pretty great story about Megan. She said that uh, she didn't know what window lickers were. Remember, you know, the yeah. phrase window licker, yeah. you know, everybody's got one. And she said, I didn't know. And she goes, and so when people started to, like, say window licker, I was like, that's strange because I remember one when my mom wouldn't be late picking me up. One time she saw Megan in the window, just just licking away in the window of the place she was. She's licking windows. And her mom's like, oh, no. Because she, she'd been, she, her mother was so late, Megan had gone R-word, which I find hysterical. And then she had a fruit roll-up to keep her eating. So stand in line and shut up about your kids. There's no seven-hour lines. If there are, you've made a mistake. And plus, you've had like four months to vote. I don't know. I'm not for this operation the way they've done it, but if you're if you're complaining about lines today, it's your own fault because uh, you waited till today. So stand in it and shut up because that's it. You know what else I don't understand? What is voter intimidation? They're always talking about men with guns. I'm like, that doesn't happen either. Standing in line and you're just yelling in someone's ear. Yeah, that's just an asshole. That's yeah. life intimidation. Voter intimidation. But if you go to the polls and you can be swayed by a guy who's a little swarthy. Standing around, I better change my vote. He looks like he's voting for uh, Biden. Holding whatever sign he's got. uh, Now, I understand no promotion, but there's, you know, they're like, no, cops at the, if they've got cops at the voting place, that's intimidation. I'm like, what are you intimidated for? What are you afraid of? How weak are you? How do they know how you're voting? Yeah, how do they know where you're, yeah, well, you'd have to scream it to to, to be intimidated. I don't understand voter intimidation. Like, there's a guy with guns, keeps people from wanting to get him. I'm like, where is this happening? Where is guy with guns? Standing in front of the, the polling place and not being told to go away by somebody, even like if it was me and I'm and I see this dude and he's got a, you know, I don't know if he's got a Trump shirt on. And he's walking around. He's, he's armed or he looks like he's trying to push people around. I would wander over to him and go, dude, you can't do this. 
even if I was, I mean, like, I'm not going to be intimidated by, like, you can't beat me up in front of all these people. I'm feeling pretty confident that I can walk over to voter intimidator and say, you need to go. I don't know that that's a, that's kind of like the well, myth Well, back of, in the day, I think it started when, you know, they would put a group together that, that they're over at a place and people are going to go to vote. Sure. And they put them together and listen, here's how you're going to vote. Well, I understand what intimidation you know? is. I'm saying, yeah. what is it today? I don't think it's as much today. It's I not think a it's, thing. It's, and, the, and they talk about it at, at polling places. All I think their main concern the is if they're promoting right. on, on the but ground. What is it? But there's still nothing but posters out in front yeah. and signs and everything else. I and, don't understand how you can stand in that line and think, man, this is scary. I better vote a different way. Like yeah. Nobody knows how you're voting unless you're loud. And if you're loud, you're not going to be intimidated. It doesn't make sense. But, yeah, you can, you can step up and tell somebody you need to get out of here. You're, you're pissing people. You're scaring people. But I, I don't. I think it's the same as the needles in the candy for Halloween. I think it's talked about, and then deep down, it's never really occurred. And I mean, not you know, not in modern times, not recently, because right. I, I just think people would stand. Too many people have big mouths that if somebody started to do it, another person would say, "Shut up!" And then, oh, there's a fight at the pool. I need to go home. It's not safe here. I'm like, it is. It's fine. You don't hear too much about. People losing their minds. It's it's safe. The news tries to scare you into everything. Everything's a black cloud hanging over this whole operation. I've, I've never had a, you know, and you call it white privilege. What I've never had a bad experience voting. And I voted in, I voted here. I voted in uh, Glendale, California. Easy. I voted in Mesa. I vote, everywhere I've ever gone has been pretty simple. And I don't know if, I mean, we've also, you know, where our polling stations are, are pretty peaceful for the most part that's what i'm saying i guess in maybe never... different parts of towns maybe it's a little where maryville west side yeah, maryville. <laughs> okay but you live in that every day yeah no exactly i, I mean that maryville's just scary yeah it's not just election day scary it's scary all the time i don't go to yeah. maryville and now you can vote anywhere why would you go to maryville to do it that's crazy and there's you know you put news out there like that you wonder why the that's percentage the of people voting is so low in that's, the past. That's where the fear lives, is yeah. that they tell you, oh, there's a good chance. And none of that really happened. Kicking your ass. At them. I'm like, I've never heard of it. Never seen it. Maybe well, in other cities, maybe in some other spots. But, I mean, for the for the most part, I'll get emails from somebody. Oh, incident, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, I'm sure there's incidents. But for the most part, it's a pretty easy operation. Well, the media just, and we are the media, but yeah. other than us, I mean, a lot of them just exploit the situation. Like, oh, Completely. well, it's uh, voter intimidation. and Well, they'll fly over the one place in Mesa that had trouble with election problems and say, you know, they did that one a couple of years ago where they just botched the entire thing and there were long lines and it was taken forever and they blew it. Yeah. And they admitted after we blew it. That's that's just poorly run. Yeah. Uh, but the fact of the matter is. Needed more outlets. Yeah. Yeah. They just blew it. And they admitted, oh, we the, the lady running the election had to quit, I think. So they just flat blew it. And that'll happen. But I don't think that's, you know, if that's intentional or whatever. But she lost her job and other people did, you know, uh, terrible things. The but other one I, I always thought it. about where they'd show, you'd see it in a movie every now and then or hear about it where the guy, 10 bucks or whatever back then. It's $5, you vote for so-and-so. Yeah, I'll take that. How do they know that you again put that vote in? That guy wasn't going in there with anything made up in the first place. If a sawbuck, buying, cha- <laughs> buying yeah. but again, if a sawbuck changes your mind while you're in line, you weren't real. You weren't on real steady ground to begin with. I just, I just hate it because the helicopter will fly over the one long line in town, and then the news will go, "Look at this long this lines at the polling place." Most people report. You can go online right now and see the polling places. 
And if you scroll, current wait was zero minutes, one minute. They're like going for emissions now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I, it's I don't. So just go do it. Get your kids some fruit roll ups. Brady's right. Keep the ropes away from him. Keep yeah. You know, make sure he doesn't tie a solid <laughs> slip knot with the fruit roll ups because those things will hold him. If he's under ninety pounds, he's <laughs> danger. And vote for Bill the Butcher. That's right. <laughs> and uh, just you know, yeah, gangs in New York isn't happening. Like you're not Bill the Butcher is not running, and there's not guys stabbing Tammany. him in the back. Right. <laughs> I mean, Tammany could have won that if it weren't for Bill's gangs. But literally, the five points was probably the last time that we had to deal with voter intimidation like that. And the reason there's like, we can't have this anymore. Bill the Butcher's in charge of all the votes. <laughs> if a Scorsese movie is breaking out, then yeah. But I'm not seeing it. So let me be the positive influence on uh, the media's approach to this. It's really not that bad. 95% of polling places are a cakewalk. But uh, you, you watch the news and you listen and it's going to be, oh, just catastrophic. And they boarded this up and this is terrible and everything. I think they're trying to make us feel like that, you know. To be afraid of stuff, and it's not. Don't be afraid to do it. Have they boarded up anything in Phoenix? I don't know. I've, I think I downtown heard. has. Have they? Okay. They got some stuff downtown. It's, but I would. If I had a business, call. I'd do it. Oh, 100%. If I had a business downtown right now, and if I was in Fashion Square, I'd do it. I would have. I, 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 oh, you're paranoid. Yeah, you're, you're right, because it's happened like in the last six months, and I just don't know what lunatic idiot is going to go out for some viral information or you know, the Logan Pauls of the world who are going to think it's cool to go – do something because their side lost and they think that's their voice and it's just dumb. So, yeah, I'd board it up right now if I was I, I was in the hot. I know there zone. are some businesses that are closing early because Matthias, we even told my girl, told me that some of the bars are actually closing yeah. early. They're open during the day, but they're closing early once the once the polling place is closed because they're just they don't know what the hell's going to go on. So. I know three people who have taken the week off because they're like, I don't want to be out in this. And people tell me because we're going on this bike ride. Today. Yeah. You guys are going what are you on doing? election day? You think of like guerrilla warfare up at Papago? It's yeah, like, I don't really think. At 11 o'clock in the morning? I think we're going to be all right. But people are scared. And you talk about intimidation. That's the news. Bring it's a not tent the lines. stuff just in case you have to stay out oh, there I've got my I've got my uh, bug out belt. I've got the flint. I've got the flashlight that I can't figure out how to turn on, but I'll get to it. Uh, yeah, so I, I, look, election day. It's finally here, but I don't, you know, all the doom and gloom. I'm going to be rosy pants on this one. I'm going to tell you right now it's easy. I'll be the only one out there. And I'll get emails. There's a goddamn problem in Philadelphia. Two-hour lines. The weather's terrible. They've gerrymandered the whole thing. But we don't live in Philadelphia. I'm sorry. That does suck. Yeah. Not my problem. It does suck. Sounds like, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, you know why? Because you live in Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I was in Philadelphia once when I was a kid. Garbage strike was going on. The whole place stunk. Went back as an adult. It still smells like the garbage <laughs> strike. It had nothing to do with That was an excuse. That place is a dump. Stinky water. <laughs> yeah, water. <laughs> Got to get my water to wash off all the dirt. Filthy. Gave it to Cherry Hill, get water ice. Have myself some delicious water. Shut up, Philly. I would talk like that, too, because it, it decreases your ability to inhale through your nose. You mouth breather, I don't blame you. Philadelphia sucks. There's two cool things in Philadelphia. The Rocky Statue and the Liberty Bell. Outside of that, run. <laughs> Dump. You land in Philadelphia and you look at it and you're like, I'm in 1974. Everything looks yeah. kind of like it's like uh, it's a strange color, Philadelphia. It's almost not gray. It's it's a hazy dirt. It hasn't changed much since they filmed Rocky. No, <laughs> it's no, pretty yeah. much the same. You go up the stairs. Seventy four. Like, hmm. You said I might like Philly. You might like Philly, except for it's angry seventy four. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's just a, I hate Philadelphia. It's a it's gross. Yeah, Rocky. They refilmed when they filmed the new Rocky. I'm like, oh, it looks like they found all the old sets. Yeah. And you realize, oh no, no, that's still Philadelphia. It's never looked different. Still cars parked so a night football game can be played. Turns <laughs> yeah, the lights yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, you got to have Invincible going on. <laughs> and and every every 25 feet, there's uh, four black guys around a garbage can on fire singing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't want to hear about other cities that have it. We're good. We're good here. My brother lives in Kansas City, and they had three hours. That sounds like a Kansas City problem to me. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. We're, we got it pretty easy here. We're, we're in paradise for a reason. Now, yeah, there's going to be stuff we can mention, but let's, let's focus on the silver lining here that 95% of this thing's a cakewalk. And don't, don't wreck my city tonight, too. If you don't like the results, uh, sack up like a man and take it. Your or life, go to Philadelphia. Or move to Philly. Your life's not going <laughs> to be that anyway. different either way, unless you allow it to be. Take a staycation this weekend. Resorts need you. Good God, don't get out of the house. Are you crazy? Everybody's going to die. Didn't you just hear me? I'm trying to talk <laughs> them out of it. This place is going to go mad. I'm trying to be the voice of reason here, but I know what really goes down, Brady. There's going to just be AR-15s flying around all day long. Megan said that to me yesterday. Should we have a gun loaded just in case? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Do you have enough bullets? I'm like, no. We never have enough bullets. Yeah, exactly. And she goes, what do we do? I'm like, well, I'll let you handle the 12-gauge, and then I'm going to buy this AR-15 with a— <laughs> You'll be that couple out on the lawn. Put a clip of 30 in it, and I said, we'll watch, we'll watch The Bachelorette tonight, but we'll be heavily armed. We're going to be—this <laughs> is going to be a pretty big deal tonight, because tonight's a big episode of The Bachelorette, too. Oh, no! It's not going to be going to be preempted. No oh, for Christ's sake, i got to wait yeah. till tomorrow? It's impossible. How am I supposed to know what happens between the guy from the Fine Young Cannibals and this girl who's leaving? Oh, my God. It's Maybe they'll me. do election coverage on The Bachelorette. Oh, that'd be great. Just scroll underneath while Dale tries she, to figure out how. Oh, my God. The she fact can that hand out the rose to the winner. Tonight's the night we – supposed to be tonight where Dale is the big reveal that they were seeing each other before the show. Which one's Dale? That's the, the Fine Young Cannibals. Cannibles. Oh, yeah. You're Drive on. me yeah. crazy. <laughs> I do it every time he comes on. Good thing. Where have you gone? <laughs> Stop it. Just listen to him. We all know it's coming. <laughs> Good thing. You've been gone too long. Yeah, Fine Young Cannibals is going to screw up the whole thing. It's great. I got to wait? Crap. Anyway, go vote. Keep your head. And always remember, from this wise old sage of 48 years, unless you allow it, your life won't be that different no matter who the president is. You're going to have some differences, but if, if it's up to you. It, it really, truly is up to you to let your life be affected by a president. It really is. Roll with the punches. Be smart. But that's true. Like if you're, if you're so affected that the presidential election makes it so you lose your mind, that's 100% on you. Your choice to choose that reaction is all on you. So don't be an asshole. That's today's message. Just, you know what? You might lose tonight. You might lose. Your guy might get his ass kicked. Suck it up, Buttercup. There's always ways to find uh, uh, multiple ways to dodge taxes. So no matter who's in there. <laughs> I didn't expect that to be the message. Yeah. I really thought you were stumbling over something more beautiful. But that's, yes, what Brady's saying is you can still break the law no matter who the president <laughs> yeah. is. You Don't just worry. Have to be- <laughs> if you haven't been ta- paying taxes, you You'll can. You'll figure it out. The new guy. 
or the old guy, we're still going to find ways to dodge the system. And it's it's as simple as that. That's what I like, the guy that, that is yelling that hasn't paid for five years, but I no way this guy in office. I'm telling you, that book, uh, A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, changed my outlook on everything. Because this dude basically says, Brett's hangnail is the exact same as Viktor Frankl's experience at Osh- or in, uh, in his concentration camp. Your tragedy is yours alone, and his was his alone, and it's how, you, it's how you choose to react to your situation. And the fact that he basically says, don't diminish somebody else's issues, and don't look around and go, oh, well, so many people have so many more problems than me. You think you have it bad. Yeah, don't do that. Just yep. take your problem and say, you know what, solve this. And get through it. And it's amazing when you just read this dude and what he went through and you start to say, oh, my. And then he basically says, hey, this was my issue. This was something I had. Whatever you're dealing with is the worst thing you've ever dealt with. So you can't compare the two because we just don't know. Maybe yeah. you're reacting the same way I did to, to Nazi uh, concentration camp because that was just my reality. So deal with your reality. And today's reality is basically it's up to you to react to things. And uh, nobody controls your life. Nobody takes your choice to choose. Yeah, it's the only thing they can't take. People that have helped that that guy's story. It's amazing. It's amazing. Because you're saying, you know what? It kind of grounds you a little bit on saying, hey, I'm not saying your deal's not a big deal. Right. Well, you can't do that. And I've been. But the other thing is, is the the side of it is that he went through this horrible thing and he came out. He was a therapist before. They stripped him down of everything. They took his name. They made him a tattoo. They took his clothes. They learned his body hair. They took all of his body hair. Jesus. And the one thing he said, the only thing they cannot steal from me is my choice to choose how to react to this. Yep. They can kill me. They can physically beat me. But, you know, and I can be broken from this. But I, mentally, they can't steal my choice to choose how I react. They cannot steal that. And when you start reading his logotherapy stuff, and it, it's, it's life-changing if you want it to be. Until they start putting microchips in our body, yeah. programming our brains, but then see, maybe – my issue uh, going into that was I was dismissive of other people's problems because I'm like, it's not so bad. You, you, you know, why have a bad day when you could have a yeah. good day? And it wasn't ignoring it. It's just like you, you can tolerate it. It was just it, you can't dismiss stuff. You, you cope with it. You smash into it and you beat it up. But, yeah, today I, I, I worry that people will not have that mentality and they'll react. And reactions are bad. Reactions are always usually knee jerk. So just be smart. That's it. Don't tear up my town. I like it here. Don't don't let's try to keep Phoenix off the national news by acting like a bunch of uh, dips running around Scottsdale with Logan. We're Paul's already in it because it's very up. important to this election. Well, we are, but let's not smash up the Apple Store for Christ's sake. We all love the Apple Store. We all need the Apple Store. We need the Genius Bar. You mash that thing up, and you're just going to make Apple products more expensive. And they're already eleven hundred bucks to buy a goddamn phone. So go smash up. You know that piano store. That guy didn't deserve that. Nobody stole a <laughs> organ. Just don't mash stuff up. You know what? Take a deep breath at the end of the day. My guy might lose. Your guy might lose. Take a deep breath and go, all right, it's up to us now. Got to buckle down. Make this work. Idiots. <laughs> I'd be a bad politician because I think all my speeches with him. What's wrong with you idiots? Uh, it's 614. Let's get a wake-up song for Election Day, shall we? We did Reckoning Day yesterday. It worked out nice. Let's see what we got today. 585-9800. A good one. Scream it out before we vote. It's 98K. Wake up! It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.
You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. And right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.